Welcome back, episode 38 of the No Means No Thing, No Means Nothing podcast. We enter middle age. The show, we enter middle age, and three complete idiots attempt the futile task of attempting to find the best No Means No song of all time by pitting them bracket style, one against the other, for an episode, till we find the very, very best one, tells us the last one standing. And spoilers, of course, there is no best No Means No song. They're all fucking good. Yeah, yeah there Except is. for Beat on the Brat. But uh, we'll find out. And you know what? We're not that far from round one being done. So there'll be some good announcements soon about how round two is going to go, what input we'll need from you. We'll probably have to uh, get your input on what songs that were unceremoniously kicked to the curb need to be brought back into the fold. So stay tuned. Probably in the next like two or three episodes, we'll start to lay all that out for you before we take a well-deserved little break because we've done a whole bunch of fucking episodes and uh, Mm -hmm. I'm feeling old. Mm-hmm. So as all of you, uh, it does. As all of you out there know, before we start talking about these dreams, we need to yeah, we didn't get introduce ourselves. ourselves. In, in the oh, I didn't uh, look at me already. Fucking the I shit know who right you up. Are. I I am one of your hosts, Jordan. I'm Matthew, <laughs> and I have the sniffles. Oh no! Oh, you got the sniffles. My name's Michelle, and I'm a fan of Guinness beer. Hey, you know what I never noticed is that we can see in the background um, a a different musical instrument in each of our backgrounds. Oh, Oh, that's true. What, your drums and my uh, melodica? And my guitars. Uh Uh-oh. And bass. Okay, Matthew's telling us some very interesting information. He's giving me the high side. He's He's switching headphones. We're already off to a really good start, ladies and gentlemen. Nano, nano. But. As you all know, I'm just going to keep going because Matthew's putting on headphones. Before we dive into the songs themselves, now I can say this part, we like to do a little segment called The Power of Positive Drinking. We've got Matthew back. Yep. And I've got my ice cold whiskey. Put an ice in there today because uh, it's a little bit hot. Not as hot as that one fucking day, but it's a little (laughs) bit hot. So I'm going to have some cold ass whiskey and a cup of coffee. So I'm taking with one hand, getting with the other. There you go. Two first. And my coffee mug has a big old Sasquatch on it. That's how fucking cool that shit is. Lovely. Do you like Sasquatches? Um, I can send you a ton of shit. Oh, yeah, man. I'm a big foot guy. Like, you want some Band-Aids? You want some Band-Aids? You're a big foot guy. I am. There is a... (laughs) One of our our listeners (laughs) is also deeply into this, and I forget your name. Please forgive me, but I know you're out there, so... There you go, buddy. Just like Bigfoot. You and me. I know you're out there. Just like Bigfoot. Michelle. And we both take very blurry photos. It's very sad. Michelle, what do you got for us tonight? I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a care package of Sasquatch. Um I've I've got uh, I will. Sam Squatch. Oh Oh, here comes those sexual noises. Mm. When this beer gets open. Oh, I've got to move it closer. Jordan, Jesus it's Christ. just the best ASMR ever. I love it. That's you need good. this in your I think, life I think, more. I think one of these times I'm going to try to engineer it so that pans left to right in the user's oh, ear. Just oh, like I'd like Pour that. from left to right as it slowly I'll make that my new cup. ringtone. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right, Matthew. Uh, usually our most interesting of the beverage choices. You had. Were you just going to do the other option that we didn't pick last time? Yeah, Is that's that, what, that was my idea. Yeah. 
Um, All right, what do we got? What is Wait, do I, do I still sound? No, do I still sound okay? I don't want to make sure that um, it didn't. When I put in these headphones, you sound good. That has not okay, changed. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It did not change yeah. to the no, headphone line. Just wanted to make sure good. it didn't uh, switch to. Yeah. Yep, yep. Good, good, nope. good. Oh, sorry. Luckily, I think Zencaster's pretty good about that. So mm-hmm. I have this stuff. Oh God! Oh, that that's right. It's the radium. <laughs> no, no, no. God. The other one, which. Oh no! That the other one is radium. The other one pretty much just looks like prell, like Mountain Dew. It looks like prell shampoo. It does look like pearl shampoo or yeah. aloe vera, like a thing of aloe vera you'd squirt yeah. on it. sunburn, maybe. Tarhun, wow. which is uh, tarhun. tarhun. It is originally a Georgian oh, drink, tarhun. which became popular in the Soviet Union. Tarhun. It is a tarragon flavored beverage. Nice. And uh, I had this Ooh, when I was yeah. in uh, the Soviet Union in 1988. For the first time I was in, it was very, oh. very hot in Odessa. Um, it uh, We were at a very, a, a zoo old school very sad zoo with like iron bars type of oh, thing oh like yeah. in cages and, and stuff. i was drinking oh, a that's awful. on these awful. weird did you give some to the gorilla it. he didn't want it. <laughs> uh, he wouldn't drink it so he wouldn't drink yeah. it too sad. Too, sad. too sad too green too green all right well, we'll we'll so us, uh, give us a report no. oh no i didn't hear any fizz these um ukrainian beverages that i've been buying um they don't yeah, maybe they like them flat. They like them flat. Oh God! Oh, well, that's looks like absolutely. also wormwood yeah. is um, yeah, or like uh, wormwood is uh, in the same family, uh, Artemisia family, as uh, tarragon. Yeah. Oh well, so there you go. What's those drinks you get with the tincture? You put the drops in yeah, it. Yeah, isn't that isn't one of those absolute. green? One of those the things. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, you there have a go. whole process yep. for that. Bilious sure. green. Yep. All right. Nice. Yeah. All right. Enjoy. All right. I, Cheers, you two. It's a good looking color. I think my walls good cup painted color. that color, actually. <laughs> we got brown, really dark brown and green. It smells good. a little medicinal, <laughs> but it tastes yeah. good. Rainbow fruit flavors. Yeah. Uh-oh, he smelled it. Oh, good. good. All right. Well, listeners, crack ears open wherever you're at, whether you're at the gym. It you know, like crack open a nice... Nice. Sorry. Crack open a uh, crack open a cold one at the gym, uh, in your office, in the toilet, in the backyard, on the beach, wherever you're at right now. Walking your really cute dog, um, but not on the road, mm-hmm. of course. If you're listening on the road, we know that you're driving responsibly, Let's or at least you're, it's not the alcohol okay. causing you to drive irresponsibly. That's what I'd ask, and hopefully not the podcast either. As you yell at us about the shit that we have gotten wrong, because we get a lot wrong. Yeah. So let's start our first pairing. So in this corner, uh, again, I, 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 one of the things I always like to talk about is how we can't really talk about it until we hit round two. There's a nice little parallel, again, in the way that the, uh, the Terrible Machine pulled this up. We got two really great originals and two really great covers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And we mm-hmm. got an original going up against a cover in each of the matchups. So That's, it's pretty, pretty yeah. fucking great and weird. But um, our first uh, matchup of the very diminishing number of songs that are left all the little bourgeois dreams from tour ep2 2010 versus forward to death off the virus 100 compilation 1992 which is a cover of the dead kennedy song off of fresh fruit and rotting vegetables from 1980 so we're going to pit these two against each other and see who comes out the other side a victor but before we I let Matthew dive into that first song. We're going to put our heads on the pillow and see what dreams may come. 
towards myself it's actually i'm putting shading step into the light caroline (laughs) (laughs) so this is one that um never really shone for me um so it's interesting to listen to uh, a little more closely um musically it's just not all that interesting except for the drums Uh which is probably the main thing the rest of the music is um yeah it doesn't really stand out too much but the drums are what knits the whole thing together and what is maybe the the sort of uh, unifying theme <clears throat> because they're very martial. Um, I have that word, <laughs> exact word. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it, it's I like, I didn't a, have that word. Yeah. So they're um, very sort of military uh, sounding, but uh, you get that sort of thing in, in a couple different contexts. You get that at a, um, in the military, obviously you get it in a marching band at a high school and you get it um, at um, sometimes at funerals. I think particularly mm. Scottish mm-hmm. funerals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's nice. sort of knitting it all together, like the different parts of, uh, of one's life. And I think that's what it is. It is um, it's a song about how it starts. Um, it's a younger person. The first six stanzas are um, other than the chorus, of course, are uh, a young, younger person. And um, there's sort of mundane worries versus existential worries that a young person might worry about. And then, um, uh, later on, there's sort of a very long and interesting. Um, the drums are complex, but they're complex in the same way up until that middle point, and then they, he sort of goes out on a limb a little bit and sort of a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, um, playing around the theme, I guess. And then he comes back, and the lyrics are an older person. So I guess it's sort of a you know a, a journey through somebody's life, and they're sort of still having the same kinds of worries, just that um, we all. Uh, just sort of um, this is what it is. Um, it is what it is. That is uh, my least favorite expression. That seems to be um, in the the pop culture these days. I really dislike that expression. It is, <laughs> it is what, it, what is it is because that is a it's an expression yeah. of helplessness, and that is um, all is what it seems. It means just just what it means. It's what it huh. reminds me of. It reminds me of a Japanese expression, "chikata ganai" or "c'est la vie" in French. Um, it is like, mm. 
But oh, Shikata right, right. is yep. a little yep. bit um, yep. more, it's like you will be subject to, there's nothing that can be done. It can't be helped. But it's like more sort of cultural. Like if you go, if Ooh. you step outside the, if they step outside the boundaries, things are going to be difficult for you. And I think that's kind of what this song is a little bit about. Oh, um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, even the young person, um, there is almost numbness uh, in the face of tragedy. And there's a very kind of sunny feel to the song. It's, um, you know, da, da, da. it's you know, sunny day. Right? Let's dance and play type. Uh, type lyrics. But, uh, but he's talking about daddy died. And they don't <laughs> yeah. know why. And um, my older brother moved away. And then will I pass my driving test? <laughs> will I ever I know, know who where. I am or who you are? Um, so it's light and dark and, um, yeah, it's a more interesting song than I gave it credit for. Like so many of these do, but, uh, then it gets super, uh, dark during that, the drum, I don't want to call it a solo because he's not really going, you know, crazy or really showing off. It's like, uh, definitely sort of around comes back to the same theme, but maybe that's kind of what life does as well. Um, it's almost mm-hmm. um, it, these quiet strings come in and it starts ah. to feel a little more funerary. Um, and then the sound, uh, the tone goes right down and it's almost <laughs> yeah. more of a dirge. And then there's samples of screaming. And I don't know, I can't really hear it well enough to hear whether it's uh, like children in a playground or like people screaming during, you know, an invasion or something like that. So maybe that is that's intentional, but there are a lot of... Um, samples and interesting electronic effects in this song and like this is again one of these uh, ones in the tour EPs where i'm kind of like i was interested i would have been interested to see where they went um there's even like a an effect on the snare where yeah, it just exactly. cuts off really suddenly it's like an electronic effect on the snare oh i think i heard that too yeah it sounded yeah, like yeah. A, an electric drum at, at- just I don't know if it's an electric drum or just yeah. something they did sort of post post production. Oh, okay, uh huh, right, um, yeah. But yeah, sort of during that middle bit, it, it becomes kind of dark and um, uncertain, and then the sun comes out again, and he's singing that same tone, uh, but except he's singing about you know more existential stuff, and uh, I sit and watch TV like a monkey in a cage, and you know he's mourning his youth, and. Um, Interestingly, there is a mistake. <laughs> will they ever win the war or find a cure for cancer? And uh, somebody transcribed it as, will my patients carry me? My patients. But it's pension. Yeah. Clearly pension. Will my pension. Oh, God. But I, I don't mind patients. That's not even a hard I don't one. even mind. I don't mind right. that mistake because yeah. it's kind of an interesting uh, thing to think about. Will my patients yeah. carry me or will I, you know, am I tired of waiting? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm tired of waiting. Maybe. Oh, don't you dangle that no i just think that maybe the person who transcribed it uh, so i I think that that transcription certainly in no means no's wheelhouse is just uh incorrect Mm -hmm. yeah it's not as bad as some of the others we've seen (laughs) right yeah um i mean never look beyond uh, what is to what is no more so yeah you can't um let it get you down but i guess that is you know it is what it is um i guess that's about all i got uh interesting uh interesting song but i sure listen i sure like listening to those drums um especially in my car with the good oh, yeah. sound and uh, yeah. wow he's a master mm-hmm. of those roles and you know it's it's a style of drumming which doesn't really come up much in in no means no i mean it uses elements of it but this, is very, this was specifically right 
like marching band type stuff and uh, it's yep. nice to, to to see those yep. shops and this yep. is the one didn't he use didn't he do a bunch with that like floor tom and the bass pedal wasn't there oh, a I'm little sure. span yeah. in there where he was like this guy's got to be have double <laughs> pedals <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah it's really but i think like it's a real a real nuts. big floor tom that makes it sound like that but it, yeah, it's just be. it's polished all right strange it's, uh, um, oh yeah a profoundly ahead. lonely song I yeah think. good mm-hmm. good description Stranger, what you got for us? All on right. Little, uh, um, is the beginning Rob singing in the shower? <laughs> Sounds like it. I'd like to think it's Rob singing in the shower. Okay, so the drum part, and I'm going to, oh, yes, I'm going to go on a long stretch here. There is a song by Howard Jones. I love Howard Jones, and I'm, I'm not uh, embarrassed to say it. There's a song by Howard Jones that's that's probably my absolute favorite of his, and it's called Hide and Seek. I love this song, and it makes me cry. It's a beautifully, beautifully written song. But the drum part that John's playing is is very much like that. When I heard that, I was like, where have I heard that before? And I realized there were some little discrepancies that that were different, but it very much has that same kind of vibe. So uh, I I liked kind of combining those two things or thinking about that. I hope you know what I mean. But anyways, it reminded me of that. So back to this tune, I quite like the idea they are going with here with the lyrics and stuff, but the song really doesn't do much for me. I like about a third of the lyrics and I really like the the creepy violin music in the background during John's drum lay down. And speaking of John's lay down, holy shit with that. There's some terrific parts in here that are really eye-opening Maybe I need to give more of a chance or maybe not hold their past catalog over their head so much, but uh, not really a giant fan of this one. But I, I, I guess I need to just digest it a little bit more. All right. Well, I think as usual with songs that are in this particular vein for No Means No, I put like The World Wasn't Built in a Day in that in this category and maybe a few others. I think this song's fucking masterpiece. I absolutely oh, adore wow. it. It's one of my it's one of my favorites off the tour EPs. No I think it kidding. is a brilliant, brilliant statement. I absolutely agree. It's not it's not pyrotechnic, right? <laughs> but I think that kind of as as you both talked about, Matthew really zeroed in on. I think it's not meant to be, right? The the music is done in a very particular way to serve what the song is saying, what mm-hmm. what Rob is singing about. Um he's not letting style get in the way of the meaning, the purpose he's, uh-huh. he's willing to not be flashy in order to, I think, uh, uh, serve the themes more. And mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's fucking genius. I, I think this is a masterpiece. I know that, um, <laughs> this is one of Parker's oh, favorites great. in the this later catalog great. as well. He and I really, really dig on this song together a that's lot. Cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, Matthew, you talk in terms of lyrically, I think you, you hit on a lot of what I'd want to talk about. I, I really, it's very profoundly lonely song. Um, I think uh, I really love the evolution of how in each of these uh, uh, sections, this first middle and, and in section, which it definitely is, you know, follows someone from childhood into youth, I, into, old, into old age rather, or middle age at least, there's this uh this looking towards those questions that feel big especially when you're a kid about 
you know, am I going to make the baseball team? Will someone love me? Those seem really big. <laughs> yeah. And then later in life, you look at those and you sort of think of them as like, oh, that was quaint that I thought that was important, but it felt really important. Oh, gosh, at the time. Yes. And yet on the other side, there's these other, the, the, the existential questions alongside those questions in the beginning are kind of really childish. It's will the ground stay beneath my feet and the sky above me? Just those kind of questions of like, what is it that keeps me planted to the earth? Like how, how is that even possible? Is that going to go away at some point? And I know having my own kids, like those are things they wonder as kids, like what does this mm -hmm. even mean? Right? So the existential questions are very much, you know, will I, will I be forever young? Am I going to be like this forever? These are things I really feel that kids do ask, but there's this great dichotomy of all the questions here for this kid are important, but some are with the earthly things and some are just like, what the fuck is this world that I live in? Then there's the second verse, which is very fucking dark and very sad about this father who dies. I really feels to me like it's alluding that there's a suicide. You know, the mom sits at home, blames herself and cries. The, 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 the brother who just goes away. So this kid's clearly deeply traumatized in, in grief himself in a family that doesn't know how to uh, deal with the grief. And after these two verses of just, this horror show of what this kid's living through it's will I pass my driving test? Will I get my very first car? These things still, these questions are still important to, to them. Even in the midst of all this trauma, you're still stuck in the rhythms of the bourgeois life in all this shit that is just what it seems. It mm -hmm, means just what mm -hmm. it means. So I've got to hit the markers, got to get my driving test. Am I going to get a car? And then these other words creep in. Will I ever know who I am or who you are? Which in the teenage years, these questions of identity of what actually am I and what actually are you? It's this real adolescent questioning that that is kind of gets to the heart. I think Rob, again, really perfectly distills the 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 questions that are important at each of these stages in life. Mm -hmm. Um uh, and then, you know, will I work at the corner store? What's my job going to be? Am I going to just have a fucking job at the corner store? Am I going to save money? But will I ever really know the price I have to pay? Like starting to see himself going out into the world and what the fuck is that going to mean? And then that middle section, the drum section oh, is, man. is, is insane. And it, yep. it, it, it does start with that just martial rhythm. And I really love how actually between each of these, each of these sections, it just reduces down to just the drums. Yep. And it's so lonely. It's yeah. just this boom. boom and it's a, a march. Boom, 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 boom. It's just it's march, so march, yeah. echoey and lonely and just, that's it. It's a march. It's a march towards yeah, death, right? Like it's it. just mm -hmm. this march mm -hmm. towards death. Um, and it's also that, that the, the, it just captures the sadness underneath the whole fucking song. And then this middle section passing from youth into adulthood starts with that march and then just gets fucking brutal and just breaks down and gets surreal and you have those Sucks. those keys those key strings mm. just pulling my consciousness down and that it's definitely recordings of kids playing in a playground but made to but i've had this experience many many times where you're like i've lived near playgrounds yeah. most of my life and you're getting a certain frame of mind. You absolutely cannot n tell whether the kids are out there having fun or whether they're all screaming in terror for their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot tell. Mm -hmm. And it's the the way the drums pl play underneath it 
change it from one to the other because there's the way he plays it with the really low toms at first. It really makes it sound like a bunch of people screaming for their life, a bunch of kids screaming for their life. And then almost everything lets up and you just have a really light drum underneath it. And then I can just hear the kids playing. And then the really dark toms come in again and it's everybody screaming for their life. And so it's the same sample underneath it, but the way the drums come underneath it changes the way I hear it in this ping pong that then just brings it into this, oh, really existential fucking dread. And then back to the just and and the music for me it is very simple but it's just this it's this the the sense of being in complete denial about the the kind of blue velvet sick underground lynchian element of life right (laughs) that that part that's underneath it all but it's that same sort of thing how lynch will put on this Mm -hmm. yeah lynch will have this layer of saccharin on top of something that's deeply rotted and Mm -hmm. i feel like the way the music just keeps that kind of happy tone but underneath there's all these elements that subvert it all the elements that subvert it and it makes that subversion more powerful because the guy never wants to give up the fact that he's trying to da 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 Da, 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 you know, just, and it's, that's so powerful to me. He could have been more flashy. They could have gone with some pyrotechnics, but just the fact that they kept on, just like this guy's keeping on through his whole life. There's not a lot of variety. They're just key. He keeps trying. He keeps doing it. All is what it seems. It means just what it means. The sky is blue and the grass is green, the right? It's just, that's how it's going to be. And then this last section is devastating you know it's the guy who's now now all he can do is look back his life is fucking meaningless he sits around watch stevie like a monkey in a cage and that that verse when i was young the summer sun lasted for an age but now the days just fly away to where i cannot say that is heartbreaking and i i so relate to it we all can in one way or another even if we're living happy lives right like there's just that that feeling of lost youth and for someone dealing with this shit i can only imagine those questions would be even more arch and you know never ask a question that has no answer never look oh. beyond what is to what is no more it's so bleak and yet That's so honest tattoo. and true never a, ask a question right? that has no answer platitudes um yeah which is not and again like that's not he's not he's not actually giving the advice right these are the things that people that, that that the world the bourgeois world tells you to do they're platitudes. It ne- never look beyond what is to what is no more. It's like, no, this is that person, I think, really now finally kind of questioning that. Like, what? Is that how I live my fucking life? Like, mm-hmm. really? This is the shit? Um, you know, I-, I don't know, man. I think that this was a this is a brave song by fucking Rob in the sense that he didn't he he let all the parts of it serve that vision, that meaning. And like most of the best no means no song, the whole thing mm-hmm. is very unified. Every, all the pieces fit together. And, and you know, you could put these lyrics with a song that sounded more flashy and it just wouldn't have the effect for me because it wouldn't, I, I, it needs to have, it doesn't mean that that makes it a good song or that someone has to like it, but I, I love it because I feel the, the complete statement by Rob in this. And I really mourn for where he would have gone uh, hearing this, mm. me, seeing that this is, it's just a different direction in all these e- EPs, but I just feel like he was willing to take chances as a musician, not feeling like he had to prove anything, but could just take a statement uh, yeah, and really yeah, craft yeah, it in the yeah. way he wanted to craft it yeah. and give us a statement that 
that was complete in itself. And they did that all throughout their career. I'm not saying he only did that later on, but it's just different. It's a different. I know. Clearly different than any of their other fucking songs. But I absolutely, man, oh. absolutely love this song. I think it's man. a masterpiece. And uh, I didn't mention also that, you know, the fact that it's late in the career and he's sort of staring down um, retirement, I'm sure. And uh, he yep. was living his little bourgeois dream by that yep. point. He was living on the golf, golf, <laughs> on the golf course, golf course, and, yeah. course near a golf course down the hill from a big, like the second largest mall in Canada. Um, and uh, Bur- yeah. Burnaby is a suburb. Burnaby is like the suburb. It was I like, like that place. Burnaby? I like Burnaby. That's yeah. Okay. Burnaby is like it used to be farmland. There was Vancouver, there's New Westminster, and Burnaby was like the, the the road in between them, and it just sort of filled in. <laughs> so where was that place Tom went? He took us to it was a goddamn it was an ice cream. No, uh, what's what's that Italian ice cream? He took us and they gelato? had like, yeah, they had like three million gelato. That's flavors. not in Burnaby though. Oh, oh, oh! All right, I thought it was no. whatever. I just I, I like Burnaby. She, re- she retracts her love for yep. Burnaby. I'd like to retract so, half the shit I said about it because, like, I feel like a douche. You, no, you, listen, no, I don't think you're. On, I, I don't think there's going to be I'm a so lot of people out there who feel the same way that you do about this song. I would encourage I, everyone I though, with all that. these jewelry EP songs, like, give them another spin. I think many of us didn't give these the love mm-hmm, they deserve, or not. Maybe not the love. That's the wrong thing to say. We didn't give them the attention they yeah. deserve. I think they deserve another listen. I, I, yeah, um, I need to embrace Rob and the Lazy Boy because I just I don't know. I. I, I I guess it's I'd, different. Yeah, it's different. it is. It is. I, this I is this is Rob not banging away in his base like a madman. This is Rob <laughs> contemplating in front of Pro Tools, yeah, making something like that. Right? It's a different. It's different. But um, I'm here for it. All right. Well, that was that was that song. Let's move on to something way back. Kind much, of the much same theme, every though, fucking isn't ways. it? <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. Um, from 1992, I remember. Well, anyway, I'll talk about when this came out. But this is forward to death. So let's look back at this song and scoop us up some death. Yeah, Forward to Death is a uh, Dead Kennedys cover from Virus 100, uh, which is uh, Alternative Tentacles is um, 100th release, and they is a whole bunch of bands um, covering. It's Dead so Kennedy's good. Songs. And I didn't actually realize that uh, this one is uh, was uh, 1980. Yeah, uh, first for, pretty for, early. For hmm. Vegetables. I know the album really well. I just don't didn't know it was that early. That's pretty cool. Um. I'm wondering whether this may be one of the last. I was going to ask that too. Yeah. Mm, released. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and of course, it is an a cappella oh, version. If you have not heard it, you should Jesus. check it out. Um, look it up on YouTube Fucking or whatever. This is actually one of the only Nomizo songs that I never bothered to get myself because I just. I was not never that big of a DK fan and I wasn't all that much of a fan of the many of the bands on there, which I don't know. It's like, it's quite the, it's quite, it's the pretty great. Section. There's some oh, great shit. And by the way, I will, oh, I'm going to put this yeah. entire, this song is short enough that the entire song will be in the clip. I was going to so ask you, have, can you just play the whole heard, thing? You they can't will. take it's a short enough. People will have heard oh, the whole God, thing. Yeah. So good. So there's steel yeah. pole bath pub on this. Dig yeah. Is it disposable heroes of hypocrisy? L- L7. Yeah, there's like some great fucking bands. Oh, Faith No More, I think. Yeah. Oh, who did Moon Over Marin? Um, that was uh, 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 Alice Donut, wasn't it? Who? Did, what, uh, I think so. I, yep. I think no, Alice Donut. I think. I don't know, but it was. It's great. a great CD. Yeah. So this song, um, it's pretty much the exact opposite of um, all the little bourgeois <laughs> dreams. <laughs> yeah. It's like in uh, this, the, in the the protagonist in Bourgeois Dreams is he's trying not to, to let everything get to him. And this guy lets everything get to him. Um, I don't need your way of life. I don't, know. I don't need this fucking world. I'm looking forward to death. Okay, that is like pure punkity punk. Punkity punk, 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 punk. Punkity punk. Hell of a fun song. Um, I, I actually like the, uh, I listened to the, the DK version a couple times and um, uh was more tolerant of Jello's vocal stylings in it. Um, well, it was early Jello too, which uh, is a little different. I found than yeah, yeah. than later Jello. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I found myself wondering and trying to break down as I listened to it, um, how many different parts because there's more vocal parts than there are instruments in the original song. Those Big every time. voice on the drum <laughs> and every you know different parts of the guitar, and it's it's pretty fantastic. It's, uh, and I found myself wondering who did which because oh, obviously it's, it's reassembled, totally. not done live. Mm-hmm. But like, who did which mm-hmm. bit? Like the the bat, I think bat, the, the bat, snare bat. is. Yeah, that one probably. Yeah. Who do you think? Yeah. Who do you come on, Matthew? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't I mean, know. I'm not going to put any, John actually. I'm not going to put any pressure on him. But any you make a notes bet? we can get, any notes we can get on this <laughs> yeah. one from Andy, I would fucking love to know. Oh how this my one god. Is Oh, yeah. I think my my absolute favorite is the pick slide. Can you do that when you shake your head? <laughs> yeah, Jordan, you just did it. <laughs> so fucking good. I bet you they did that. Um, I bet they did that exact move. Absolutely. Not very much to say about uh, the, the song, uh, except that it's it's very faithful, despite the fact that, um, you know, it is very different. I mean, obviously it's an acapella version. It is extremely faithful to the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they listened to it in great detail and said like, uh, cl- clearly you know, there's these little, little um, filigree here and there. And like, we got to report, record a bit. Of that. <laughs> um, so it's, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic piece of work. And I wonder how long it took them to, to you know, record it oh and then put it all God, back together right? again. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, that's nice. it. Nice. All right. Strangey. Uh, how about you? All right, I, I want to make a, a an apology. Alice Donut covered Halloween, which is a oh. very good cover of it. They didn't do well. Um, Moon over Marin. That was Lithugs. I don't know. I, I could. I, I got to go back and listen to this whole fucking thing. Man. Oh, There's some this, great this album is sick. If it had the word "No Means yeah. No" on it, I bought it, and I was glad yeah, I bought too. it because this 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 was kicking. Yeah, and it, and it really it also introduced me to a lot of. Um, Dead Kennedy stuff because I was a I was a very late bloomer to this Dead Kennedy stuff, mm. and this was one of the ones I was like I need to check these guys out a little bit more, 
anyways, let's talk about the beginning. What the, that and I, I thought Look I heard the way that snare sounds. Yeah, and, and it, oh, it's snare sounds. I thought it was yeah, air. I thought it was the way the snare sounds. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was air sounds, and it sounds like Les Claypool, doesn't it? <laughs> that's kind of sounds like, okay. I think that's snare. John. I think it's John. That sounds like his sneery little like I've come to work and I've brought my lunch. <laughs> That that was my next sentence. This has got John written all over it. Oh my god! I bet you he did most of. Yep, I bet you he did most of the of the background stuff for sure. I I I almost don't even hear Rob at all, but once in a while I can hear him pop in there. I think he did the. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's I pretty t- low. It sounds like it's in Rob's kind of bare. Kind of a roar he's used at the to his neck, well neck going yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah. and forth. <laughs> if you don't know anything about this band before hearing this, you'd be super impressed with the delivery. And if you do know this band, it's pretty impressive with the audacity to cover a song like this in this crazy acapella version. The balls this took and the hilarity everyone must have felt upon hearing it for the first time. I bet you they sent this in and they put it out and like, oh my God, they're fucking nuts. Like, this is great. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. This, this Virus 100, my, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to use the space here. My favorite song on this one, on this uh, CD or whatever way you have it is California Uber Alice. Oh, it's by so good. Disposable. By dis- Holy shit. Yeah, Disposable Isn't Heroes that- of Hip Hopercy. Oh it's so good. God. So good. You- and actually, one of the few that they really change up the lyrics to make them more timely to 1990 rather yeah. than... Yeah. But the- like, they actually change a bunch of the verses, but oh, so fucking good. Oh my good. God, that guy's voice, what's his name? Michael uh, Franti. Uh, I don't... Oh, oh my God. Matthew, do you is know which one Is it Michael Franti? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yep. Seriously, I had no yeah. idea. My wife loves Michael Franti. I didn't know he was the head. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Big fucking hippie. Sweet. He has hugged me many yeah. times. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, great. really? Great. Oh, yeah. His voice on this, he sounds like Chuck D. It's just juicy so as fuck. Good. Oh, my God. Anyways, uh, back to No Means No. This is one of those that you could listen to over and over again with the vocal instrumentals and, and or. Just, just, there's so much to listen to in this. Mm-hmm. If you if you focus on the words, that's one thing with Andy being aggro and stuff, which is just a great splat. Why of, doesn't dial it back? Does the he? words. And no, no, no I don't think it. Oh, I don't know how I don't he think does he's it, able man. To. He's not but, capable but of the, holding But back. the the vocal uh, delivery of the, of the instruments is just it's so goddamn funny and yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. That's that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's that's what I said. Nice. I mean, you guys said most of what I want to say. Yeah. I will. I I will kind of pull back to my own wayback machine. I don't remember how I heard about this, uh, this coming out before it came out. But I remember I did because I remember knowing that No Means No is going to have a track on it mm-hmm. and being totally fucking pumped. Yep. Like, you oh shit, it. No yep. Means No gotta doing a it. Dead Kennedy. I got to get it. Yep. And that's what I, I remember first playing it and. Laughing my ass off because I well it was not at all what I was expecting. Right, I'm like, oh, they're gonna shred this shit up. Right, they're gonna be exactly. playing so fucking hard. And, you're like, and then uh, they're playing. The, they're singing this goofy ass acapella one minute song. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And I remember my only disappointment was like, that's too short. Like, I yeah. want more no meat snow on this fucker. Oh, yeah. God. Um, so after I picked my job off the floor, I probably just listened to it like eight thousand ta- times. But I also so think good. it's probably one of the best. Outside of their acapella cover of it, it's one of the best of the Dead Kennedy songs for them to have covered. It's kind of 
in its own juvenile way. It's very yeah, punk, yeah, yeah, punkety, yeah. but it's it's you know kind of in their wheelhouse. But on the other hand, they absolutely take the piss out of its self seriousness <laughs> by doing it as this goofy acapella version. I so know. it's Who the best possible. It's the best possible way for No Means Snow to have taken the piss yes. out of a song that's yep. far too self serious. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. good, right? Like uh-huh. so. It's just pitch perfect on that, Who and came yeah, up all with the, the layers. To, da- to, to do I, the acapella, I, I hope hilarious. you get to hear a little behind the scenes on that, and so yeah. many layered sounds. You can't pick it all out. It's just too fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. The production, it's hilarious. Andy's vocals are amazing, absolutely amazing. But everyone's vocals are amazing. It's all just as and that ending part. Where they kind of, it's just, like you said, Matthew, it's like very, very yeah. faithful to the original. Um, just, uh, I mean, a bit of a novelty piece, but the best kind of novelty piece you can imagine. Yes. Finely Total. crafted, mm-hmm. great, great little present for all No Means No and Dead Kennedys fans. And yeah, if you haven't ever heard this before, you just oh have heard it. And uh, it should inspire you to go listen to this whole uh, CD or find it on you know YouTube. It's it's pretty fucking great. Wouldn't I think you actually love all to of the watch DK this stuff video is on, um, of them doing oh, this too? They're actually, someone made a video of this from like they took what? a clip of three stupid nerdy guys like pop locking on the dance floor and it's hilarious if you just look up no means no forward to death this will be like the second thing down you'll see someone made a fan video of this no so it's kidding. Yeah, wow. it's like clips from a movie but it's fucking great you should go huh. see it all right all right well time to vote so i don't get to go first matthew you get to cast our vote will it be all the little bourgeoisie forward or to forward to death all right, one vote for forward to death. Strangey. I am going to join Matthew and go forward to death. All oh, right. Uh, oh, oh. You are both complete fucking idiots, and it's absolutely all the little bourgeoisie. We all know that. Oh, Everyone no. out there knows it's absolutely a complete song that's their own song that they wrote them own selves. Right. That have some great fucking themes, and but forward to death's fucking great. So I can't blame you for voting for that. But all Which right, one did to they death. have more fun recording? Uh, I don't care about that. Forward to death goes forward. <laughs> All the little bourgeois dreams, unfortunately, is going nighty night. And we are going to move into our middle segment, which is where we read a, well, this week, we're going to read a listener submission. Uh, Matthew, you want to give a little pitch before I uh, dive into this reading? Yeah. So uh, we're enjoying getting your submissions. Uh, Please send them uh, to no means nothing podcast at gmail.com uh yeah your no means no stories what no means no means to you um how you discovered them um your story about your stupid buddy who introduced you to them um uh, so yeah send that on in uh tell us which of us you would like to read your submission uh everybody likes to hear these so please mm-hmm. um send us send them your way send us Do the right thing send us your stuff um, if you have any technical technical questions about how to get it to us, uh, just ask uh, let me. us know, and uh, we'll figure something out. Right. And you can also give us a call on our phone number. Mm-hmm. It's a Google Voice number. It only records in three minute increments. And I'm going to keep doing this for a little while, but we've only had a couple of people ever call us. And so, if people don't call us, that's fine. Um, maybe we'll save it for round two when we have a different thing. We'll can be I asking. Crank? But- can I crank call it? I'd love for you to crank that up. But if you'd like to call us, the phone number uh, for our Google Voice number is 
Area code 415-493-8630. That number one more time is 415-493-8630. Operators are standing by. So this week, um, I am going to read the submission from Rob Young, who sent this in for us. So thank you very much, Rob. And away I go. Thanks for the show. Longtime fan, first time writer innerer. Oh, nice. I don't really have a no means no story as such. I haven't met them, haven't put them up or toured with them, but I do love them and they've got me through some difficult times. Nice. I was a fan of no means no before I'd ever heard of them. Why? Because at the art college I went to, an absolutely gorgeous student wore their You Kill Me t-shirt. Just oh. seeing that shirt, I knew I had to know more. Yeah. Alas, too shy to talk to anyone, let alone a dreadlock Southeast, and a- Southeast Asian goddess, all I could do was immerse myself in music to get through the day. I discovered the You Kill Me EP in the local record shop, The Left-Legged Pineapple, but was flummoxed by Body Bag. Hey, is that a guy pissing in my ears? <laughs> yes, it is. Being, <laughs> being a kid into thrash, somebody's and stop it that oh. it, was, it was somebody's and stop oh, it that took God. hold of me then on asking what is this to the girl behind the counter of another record shop rockaboom i bought the zero plus two equals one album on cassette on the strength of i think you know man oh. what a tune oh, easily yes. still one of my top 10 albums <clears throat> i come from a tiny town a town full of nothing to do there was one rock night per week for a few months in the year, and maybe 20 or 30 people would turn up. Pretty much everyone was in a Motley crew, Poison, dressed oh, like God. a two. Oh, I'm sorry. My <laughs> friend and I would turn up dressed like Mike Patton, circle the real thing, and try not to get beaten up on the dance floor. Those guys would dance, uh, in quotes, by playing air guitar for whole songs oh, while God. we would throw ourselves about to any slightly thrashier alternative song we had to beg the DJ to play. Once we got him to play, I think you know, and it cleared the dance floor. The cock rockers in their leather trousers and Big T's hair were baffled. The bewildered DJ let it play, and when it finished, exclaimed through the mic, What the fuck was that? (laughs) Nice. I didn't get to see No Means No until... I didn't get to see No Means No until later. 1995, 96 maybe, at the Grange in London. It was a two drummers t- tour, and they were ferocious. Before they came on, a guy at the bar started chatting, and he told me he'd seen Rob sitting in the park in the afternoon. He looks like Barney Rubble, he said. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's true. As a budding illustrator, I always carried postcards of my work around. You know, just in case somebody, someone, uh, just in case suddenly somebody needed to hire me. When a pause in the No Means No set came, I got to hand one of these cards to John. He took it looked genuinely pleased and said, hey, this is good, man. Tucked it away and went straight into the next song. Oh, they cool. played they they played Joyful Reunion that night and it took the roof off. Mm-hmm. No means no have always been with me and always somehow about me, either bent out of shape, cripplingly shy, angry, frustrated, but often thoughtful, sometimes funny and always hopeful. Oh, That's it. Oh, thanks. Jesus Christ. And hey, I don't have it handy right now, but I'm going to put it on our Facebook uh, uh, group. I'm going to put a link to his art page because he posted to me to us in the email 
the the picture he handed up to to John. Oh, oh cool, cool. And uh, a bunch of his other art. It's fucking great. The shit. Wow, it's fucking great. It. So people need to take a look. So we'll I'll post that on. I'll put a post a link to it up on the uh, on the Facebook group. That was a good writing on the Facebook. That was great, man. Yeah, uh, Rob, fucking fantastic. We love these. Uh, we love you guys. We Rob. love hearing them. So. Send them in. You got a little more time before we mix it up and ask for something new and different in round two, whatever that might be. I hope after he heard that album, he went up to the to the to the cute girl and said, "Hey, I know, right? I know what hey, you're saying yo, right? now. Hey, baby, want to get a me. coffee? Oh, want to get I a like coffee? S- no, no. You go up and go like, I like somebody, <laughs> somebody like <laughs> you. I like you, your somebody body. like you. Hey there." Yeah. All the little dark holes. Huh? Oh, that's huh? a little too forward. Uh, that's a little bit too far. Too far. Got to work your way up it. to that. All right. Let's move on to our second matchup. And like the first matchup, although flipped in this case, we've got a cover versus an original. And again, a kind of early cover from the same era, 91. This is 91 as opposed to 92 against a later period song. So we're going to put O Canada from the O Canada New Age EP. 1991, which is a cover of the Subhumans off of their EP, Death to the Sickoids, O Canada, 1978. Mm. And this is going up against Faith off of All Roads Lead to Ausfart, 2006. Mm. So we're going to start with O Canada from uh, 1991. And I want to listen to this one. to say blistering song i am not a subhumans knower they're not a band i have any connection with um so that i'm gonna hand in my punk cred card i've handed it in long ago on this podcast you all know that my knowledge of the punk pantheon is pretty fucking limited um certainly i'd never i'd never heard the original of this i have now um and maybe i'll have to make even more enemies by saying i think the no means no version shreds exponentially over the original now granted the original is from 78 and it shredded like fuck for that era it's a mm. good song uh but the no means no song version just fucking shreds it's so fast and tight and great now also this song is definitely straight out of the chicago punk guide for punk this is also a punky mcpunkster song that's oh. straight up <laughs> oh, punky God. mcpunk Oh. It's got three <laughs> chords in it. And that's, you know, on repeat, great tight shit. 
It's got lyrics about how bad the government is and society and fuck those guys and fuck those guys and I need a job and I'm not going to get one. It's yeah. all great. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, good stuff. I don't know. It's good stuff, but it's uh, it's punky McPunk. It's kind of yes, boilerplate. And... But it's great. It's tight. They kick the shit out of it. Yeah. They kick the shit out of it. Andy's mm-hmm. vocal delivery is tight as fuck. I won't say F. I won't say, I won't say, I won't say fuck. I just said fuck. It's tight as fuck. Um, and really blistering. The drumming is great. The, the, this got that right. It's recorded in the wrong era. So it's got mm-hmm. that wrong yes. bass sound to it. Oh and guitar sound. So it's really, really, really fun. Um, I definitely think it's, I, I, when listening to them side by side, it's an elevation of the original, you know, it comes like 18 years later. So of course, right? Like whatever. Um, I will say that, you know, no means no. We're writing songs like uh, "Red Devil" around the same time as this. So, right, right. But, but anyway, um, great song. I'm sure very important to many Canadians. I'll let Matthew speak on that. Maybe so, maybe not. And certainly, probably to a lot of uh, old old school punks. So good on you, no means no. Great song. I got nothing more. Michelle, what do you got for us? I'll tell. You, I'm going to say something about Canada. I went up there about two weeks ago when I crossed the border. I started crying. I felt I, uh, I felt like a huge weight was lifted off to me, and I. How did the border guard deal with that? Oh, you should have heard me in the border guard when he asked me if I had any guns. Now I don't know want to go on the subject right now, but I was. It was right after the Uvalde or what? That 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 uh. yeah. And I was like, he's like, "Do you have any guns?" I'm like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> I said that. Whatever. If he I get arrested. You yeah, go on yeah. through. Come Miss. on in. Come on Come in. Come on in. We like your kind. That happened once before when I, I lived on the East Coast and I was going into Canada and I went through, like, I was going to Toronto and he's like, what are you going to do up there? I'm like, I'm going to the Hockey Hall of Fame. He's like, all right. Come on in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anyways. All right with us. Not only does the music kick honey, so do the great pissed off lyrics. Was this originally played by the infamous scientist too? I have a question. Uh, no, I, 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 no, no, no. But you I mean, do they cover it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, that's know. that's what I meant. I and to has my D, has DOA played Maybe, this no. too? Uh, most likely, I wouldn't yeah, surprise me. Yeah, I think I've heard a recording where DOA played this, and they would kill it, of course. In Jordan's words, this song is a total banger, and it slays. <laughs> Except, would you say shred? You said it shreds. It's so fun in here and is a great FU to the country. Another contender for a great FU to the country, maybe a great FU to the city, is the shitties song. Ann Drennan is the Antichrist. Oh my God. Matthew, have you heard this? The shitties album um, and the song Ann Drennan is the, is the Antichrist. Maybe, maybe Anyways, it's no. <laughs> it, It's so funny. Uh, Greg, Craig Bougie plays a. Uh, Bass on this. He plays like a two string bass. The shitties S I S H I T T Y apostrophe S. Y S. Apostrophe S. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because more than one. Anyways, tons of attitude, anger, and pissed off disgust with this one. And I'm looking forward to all the Matthews comments as I have quite the phony grass is always greener syndrome when it comes to Canada and why I want to move there all the time. Kicking tune. Kicking. Yeah, I nice. bought this the same day I bought zero plus two equals one. 
Um, oh, nice. Cool. As I have said before, from Kevly of the Infamous Scientists at his uh, record store Funhouse. Um, and then I went so for coffee nice. with my dad and his best friend, Fred. And uh, so, yeah, I have oh, good uh, memories. I like the cover art. Uh, mm-hmm. I was in mm-hmm. um, high school art at the time, and uh, I actually made a plexiglass uh, print of the um, the sort of mounty uh, as part of my uh, education in printmaking, probably have it around. Oh, cool. Probably have it around at some point. Uh, you know, plexiglass oh, wow. doesn't go anywhere. So yeah. Um, so uh, it, being that you don't have a, a punk education, Jordan, um, there are two bands called. Well, one is Subhumans, and they're from the UK, and the Subhumans are from Vancouver. So there is actually two. Yes, okay, I knew that. That's at good. Least. All right. Yes, I did. <clears throat> So the Canadian subhumans actually were a band before the, the British one. Um, and uh, yeah, they, at least one of them, um, really practiced what he preached in this song. Um, he was a member, um, and I'm probably going to get most of this wrong, and people will know the story better than I. His name uh, Jerry Jerry Hanna, or Jerry Useless. And he was... Um, he. <laughs> went to uh he was part of a group called the squamish five sometimes called the vancouver five and uh they uh were part of a group called direct action and um they were part of the bombing of um, litton industries in ontario i don't think useless was part of that but uh they manufactured the guidance systems for cruise missiles so they're really putting their money where their mouth is respect rising respect rising off the charts for this song that's fucking great um and i don't remember the whole story but um i think they ultimately tagged um jerry useless uh, for it was like uh stole an armored car it was gonna something like that uh it had a gun and they put him in uh put him in prison Uh, so he served uh, five years of a 10-year sentence um, so, uh, Joe Keithley from the end, uh, Joey Shithead and, uh, Jill Baffer, they tried to, you know, raise money for him and everything like that, but he pled guilty to, um, to the charges and did his time. Um, hmm. anyway, another wow. member, Wimpy Roy, uh, was in DOA. So there's some cross, cross pollination of, uh, those bands mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, Yeah. So one of their uh, subhumans albums, I think it was a compilation, was called Pissed Off for Good Reason. And I guess that's that's true. <laughs> that's great. That's true. And they actually did some, Pissed off did for some good shit reason. about it. Um, in the original uh, lyric, uh, the original song is, um, in the capital, they're sipping their tea. But uh, I think, I'm pretty sure in the No Me's No versions, in the capital, the stupid MPs. Which is a member of Parliament. Mm. I thought it was sipping their tea so they too. Changed huh? it up a little bit, even though mm. the lyrics uh, say something else. Yeah, I dig. Uh, and I think this bit. Um, you're so fucking dumb, you stupid cowboys. That is definitely a BC dig <laughs> in Alberta, uh, which is our very cowboyish and most right wing province, um, filled with oil money. Uh, people who don't have better things to do with their money than buy. If you have a jet ski, why not buy a second jet ski kind of people? Um, <laughs> wow, so that's your Texas? That's Texas. But it's, it's not by any means. Um, and they, they elected an NDP government, um, the one government to go. But uh, yeah, they got, in my opinion, their heads up their asses a little bit in terms of uh, resource extraction and that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, there are a lot of uh, Albertans who don't like that um, 
that reputation because they're not like that at all. Uh, it's just the loud ones who get the, uh, mm-hmm. get the reputation. And then uh, there is a one little right, bit right. in the song White Wasteland. Uh, and I have a feeling there's a little double entendre there. Uh, that Canada is a frozen wasteland, but also um, pretty Caucasian, or at least um, probably a lot more so back in <laughs> the late Verwet. 70s. Verwet. Um, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say more so, just that um, the white people were certainly much more uh, in control, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, great, great song. Right, so much right, fun. Right. Um, they really rip into it. And uh, I always have enjoyed listening to that side um, more than the other side, which is a DOA cover. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yep. Which I, we got to talk about it afterwards. I do not have that in the terrible machines. We have to decide, well, I guess we, we can't, yeah, yeah. got to be fair and put that in there. So we but we'll do? talk about that. The DOA well, I cover? I guess we don't. It's, no, means no well, covering a DOA cover. We're doing this yeah. cover. Why? Uh, anyway, no we'll talk about it later. Song. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's. Oh, see, discussion. then it's. Oh All my right. God, I didn't even know that. I don't even have this. Oh my God. So let's move on to the second song in this pairing. This is Faith off of All Roads Lead to Ausfart, 2006. I'm going to get on my knees, do a little praying, and listen <laughs> to this. song i really like this this is one this is a song i i, I think i don't know it's my favorite but i really enjoy this off of ausfart i think this is a great fucking track this is one of the ones they released a little early when they were giving teasers um and i remember hearing this and thinking oh fuck yeah this is gonna this album's gonna rock um mm-hmm. and i wasn't wrong even though it's not necessarily my favorite no means no album um one of those songs that starts with the a really energetic bridge almost kind of just like uh, my politics. It just starts like right in the middle of the, mm-hmm. <laughs> of the fucking mm-hmm. like uh, sonic barrage. Um, uh, yeah. You know, just a simple song about someone's loyal dog. That's it. Sitting around the fire. It's pretty straightforward. Um, oh, except dog spelled backward is God. Right. So it's really a dog song, literally a, a song allegorically about faith. It really is about faith. I think. And the dog serves as us, we sheeple. Um, and it's either, you know, how I, I think how how just faith itself uses people or how people in power use faith. But you've got dog as the stand in for, you know, the the simple masses who who faith is used as a a way to 
uh, sort of channel, control, and chain the wilder natural urges that we have. There's all these, you know, dichotomies of, you know, I call your name when the moonlit sky shies in your eyes with your hud- head hung down as you are prowling all around. Like there's this animal nature, but it always gets called back. Run mm-hmm. away. She won't run away, right? She's going to, I can keep keep faith on a leash. I can always bring you back and keep you at heel, mm-hmm. even though you've got this wild nature in your heart, this wild nature underneath that's really, uh, that's really just always right below the surface. And I think the lyrics, first of all, I think Rob's uh, vocals in this are fantastic. Mm-hmm. He does mm-hmm. a great job crooning the song. Um, I think there's some, some, a really great verse chorus build in the song. Um, and yeah, later on when we get to the lyrics, um, you know, I called her Faith, I called her Dog, and she came. She's a bitch. Oh, She's my little Bob. bitch, oh. which is a great, another great what? double entendre, right? She's right. not female only a dog. female dog, which is mm-hmm. a bitch, but she's, right. when you call someone a bitch, it means that they're like, oh, you're, you're a little bitch. It means that you're under my control. <laughs> you're, you're, you're nobody that I can just, you're going to do whatever I tell Don't you. You point at me. Bitch. And so, well, now you, how about a well, No, I mean, little... I know you're not, no, you, you pointed, so, you were pointing. And so it's a great, it's, it's, again, it's a great use of the allegory. It's very literal on the one hand about the story of the guy and mm-hmm. his dog. And it's also suits the, the feeling of how you, how faith, uh, uh, captures people and, and turns them into slaves for whatever system they're faithful to. And then right after that, there's this, uh, verse faith, you walk tamely by my side, but I see the wildness in your eyes. And although I know you wander on your own, I know that when you call, when I call you, you'll come home. That yep. that great sense of I've got you by the fucking leash. Mm-hmm. I called her faith. I called Who's her faith. Who's got who though? Well, I yeah, I think this is about control. I think this mm-hmm. is about using faith. How faith is a, a system of control. How it how it's how it's always been used to take these more bestial, natural impulses and bring us to heal to whatever system wants us to have this faith, which is a totally artificial system by those in power over our own natural impulses. Um, and I absolutely adore that last fucking verse. I called her dog, dog, dog. And she came. It's so fucking powerful. When uh-huh. Rob really lets loose at the end, uh, gets my hackles up every fucking time. And his delivery is beautiful. I mean, this is kind of a nice little bit of straightforward allegory in a way for, for no means no. And, you know, calling the dog faith and dog spelled backward is God and the right. use of bitch. It's very clever. I think musically it's yep, great. Yep, and musically clever. underneath of it, there's a really good, like, I really think. Uh, He's doing the uh, air guitar. I think Tom deserves a lot of credit in the song. Mm-hmm. He's got this nice, soft, muted picking. Like he's doing more complex stuff than the bass in this one, which is unusual for no means no. And he's playing this great sort of muted line underneath uh, Rob's bass through the, the verses, not the choruses. But I also think this song is a great verse chorus build uh, uh, and the way that it not only builds in each verse chorus, but then it adds on as they go through to make them more intense. till you get to the end of the song and you have the no, 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 it's just, I don't know, man. I think this is one of the greats off of Ausfart. I think it's a fantastic fucking mm. song. Rob in full form. The yes. drumming, of course, is incredible. Yes. Composition is great. Mm-hmm. I love this song. All right, Michelle, what do you got? You're getting some amens from me, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I dig it. Uh, I also dig the Nirvana type intro. I don't know. I always got to like yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff to stuff. It's that. just kind of sounded Nirvana y. 
and then it gets down to business. This is the type of song that I appreciate way more live than on a record. Because I I, I would. I, I, I think it would be excellent to see live. Just, just the lay down of the lyrics and the passion with the song. Rob says a naughty word. You said it. And then it gets pretty heavy. I really am hoping that this song is about a dog. But it's not, is it? It's not. Not really. Because I'm just just a, a, abysmally too literal here but it is also it is about I, I know but and then i wrote but knowing how rob writes it could be about uh god too so i i did i did say that and i think that's just both. that that's just clever clever yeah. songwriting clever composition the fuzz bass sound that rob's putting out really sounds heavy as hell and i like it okay what is the background singing during the part i called her faith it it kind of sounds weird to me, and I don't even know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. There's some background. I think thing. they're just saying faith. I yeah. call her faith. No, faith. and then there's like, I, no, so. isn't he singing something else? Nope. Isn't there something kind of weird? It sounds kind of nope, weird I hear. to me. It sounds a little weird. I don't know. It just gives me the creeps in a bad way. I don't know. It just. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, it's a crunchy, ever-changing, serious song with super interesting guitar parts. I love listening to the cool guitar parts and and, and awesome chords that Tom mm. is playing. He's playing some really complex chords in there, which yeah. I really, really like. Awesome. Aces. Nice. But I, I, it creeped me out about that, 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 I don't know what they were, they were saying. It was... I gotta, I don't, I can't even I, begin to think I don't of what know. you're talking They're, about. I'll have to listen to it When he says, I call her... I called her Faith, and then there was like, Mama's little boy. That was just kind of like the Mama's little boy kind of thing. I don't know. That, maybe. I'll listen more carefully, I guess. I don't know. All right, Matthew, what do you uh, what do you got for us on this one? I would love to talk to Rob and have him just say, oh, yeah, yeah. I kind of figured people would think that, but it's actually just about a dog. It's just about a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a dog. It's my, my, my dog. My dog. I knew a dog named um, Faith, you know. Yeah. Well, you Heal. know, uh, what what faithful is in Latin? Yeah. Fido. Fido. What? There you go. What, what, nice. What did you just say? Faith? Beautiful. Fido. Fido. Faithful. Faithful really? in Latin is Fido. That's brilliant. Holy yeah. shit. I never knew. So no the dog, like the that. basic dog name is, is named for their faithfulness. Oh, Perfect. my God, Matthew. I never Perfect. knew that. That's oh, that brilliant. makes so much sense to me. That's the best thing I heard all day today. Yep, that's right there. So same same root as um. Holy you know, shit! You you say the same root all the time. Um, Wi-Fi. Oh, what? It's a pun on hi-fi, high fidelity. Hey. Fidelity. Ouch. Right. Same root. Anyway. Um, wow. What linguistics? Yeah, I love the uh, the the background vocals in the chorus. Um, this song for me, um, not not a favorite. I guess it's uh, I don't I don't like the real theatrical kinds of ones uh i do like where they really get down to it and um like uh, tom's guitar playing really stands out in this one mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but uh yeah i mean I'm, I'm wondering i didn't think of the god thing actually i mean i did think of like religious faith but i didn't think that you know god spelled backwards um but i did think about uh, faith like personal faith um just or uh, hope or optimism um you know a, a dog is uh, eternally hopeful um, and oh, so maybe that's rock. a personification of um, that aspect of oneself where um, 
I want to let it out. It'll always, it'll always come back. Um, maybe he's not entirely sure. Um, that, uh, do you dream of me when the fire is low and you're lying at my feet? It's like, I've got this, um, wild nature at bay. Uh, I've got this, um, this thing tamed, I mm-hmm. guess, you know, faith is, um, it's important to, you know, get through life and everything like that. But faith, um, is also turns into zeal when it uh, gets out of control and it makes you do really crazy things. So um, maybe that religious, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell me yeah. about it. So I'm not sure what his opinion is about this. Like the, is he kind of uh, castigating his own tendency to um, be able to tame that part of himself? Um, maybe he wishes that it would be a little wilder. Maybe he hasn't got, um, he seems uh, like a cat that, guy to me, anyways. All, all that I, respect I don't know about for... this dog stuff. <laughs> Rob's a cat guy. <laughs> it's sort guy. of like I'm definitely a cat guy too. Yeah, you um, are. <laughs> I, I do like I do like yeah. dogs. I like other people's dogs, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, dogs dogs like to know where they are in the hierarchy. Um, mm-hmm. ca- and cats do too, yes. but it's different. Um, they are, I think, uh, <laughs> fundamentally. I don't think they think that the bosses necessarily, but they do think that they are your equal, yeah, uh, or that you're not a competitor. Uh, that's about the best you'll get from a cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we could do a whole episode on that. Jesus yeah, for Christ. Sure. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, I do like the part where he really sings at the end. Uh, but again, mm-hmm. this the song just uh, I never really cohered for me as a favorite. Um, not one of my favorites on that album. Ooh, wow! Stop. Wow! All right. Well, well. Let's vote, and I oh, know boy. where you guys are going to fucking oh, vote. And God. I cannot believe this episode for me. I'm going to hold this oh, one no. in prime infamy for your fucking idiotic oh. choices. <laughs> My oh, vote is a hundred percent for Faith. I cannot imagine giving it to a cover oh. of a song. So Faith, which is an original song, okay. uh, is going to get my vote. <laughs> talking about the homeland, though. That's great. No, it's a great song. Oh, Canada's great. It's great. It's fine. It's great. What's your vote, Michelle? Oh, I think I just said it. <laughs> I voted for O Canada. D-U-H. I, I like the duh at the end. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Matthew. Um, yeah, I gotta give it to O Canada as well. You Holy better. You're gonna get shit. arrested. Oh no! This, which one's more fun for me to listen to? It's uh, it's oh, not. Oh, I cannot. Oh, Jordan. I absolutely cannot oh, believe that two cover songs. I know. Two cover songs. Cover oh, songs God. by Fucking Canadian made bands. It through. Yeah. I know you're sitting on Dead a raft Kennedy's out in the ocean. Dead is not a Canadian band. Oh, sorry, Fuck one that. by a Canadian band. Yeah, a Canadian no, band by okay. a Canadian band. That's right. Well, close listen, enough. Many, many, many of you probably agree with them. Some of you are oh, absolutely man. gobsmacked like I am. This to me is a Baldwing must die moment. I'm oh. back to Baldwing. <gasps> you know, that was how we started this whole thing. Now we're almost yep, ending it, and I cannot around. fucking believe this shit. Oh, no. My son, my son is going gonna, gonna, to like throw up in his I'm waiting for him to open the door and just kick in there like, what the fuck? I'm going to tell him this is going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Anyway, so, but this is the rules. I don't make the rules. Well, I did make the rules. But you did this make is the, the rules. rules. So, And you, Canada, you punk asses wait. didn't have uh, um, uh, life in hell go through, so I'm, I'm still pissed about that. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, there's, there's been, it didn't there's, go through. There's been just, I, there's, that's gonna but be, listen, we still we still have no, the Second Chance Saloon. You, I doubt hey. that either of these will go through Second Chance Saloon, the ones, these two songs. I don't necessarily think they're worth that, but... That's so coming, I think we're finally, I think back. we're saying, we're saying goodbye forever 
to uh, all the little bourgeois dreams, although I employ everyone to go listen to that one again. <laughs> forward to death is moving forward in the bracket. Oh, Canada, fucking I guess, is going through. And faith is being unfaithful. And oh, uh, people just want to cheat all over that fucker and are sending it down to the basement. So let's lock away the key and swallow it and lock it away. Oh, no. And uh, there we go, everybody. That's, uh, wow. that's how this game is played. That's how this game is played. So let's go ahead and go to a little palate cleanser, which I need very badly. Andy's Correction oh. Corner. <laughs> now this week, Matthew's going to... Oh, you know what I didn't do? God damn it. But I'm going to put it in. I'm going to put it you in afterwards. I'll, I'll, no, no. I'll talk about it after you read about somebody's Matthew. Read this and then pause for a second because I want to talk about something I'm going to add in post-production here. Oh. So go ahead. Okay. Yes, be glad um, Matthew's reading it, not me, that's for sure. No, don't, don't be like no, that. No, no, come on, just read it in your beautiful um, way. I am going to just, uh, oh, my computer's lagging a little bit. I'm going to um, not full screen, you guys, so that I can put it in front of my face so that I'm not talking to Perfect. the side of the microphone. There we oh. go. All right. Yeah, that needs to be front and center in the mic because this is good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Andy's Correction yeah. Corner. Uh, I like I like somebodies. I don't hate somebodies. <laughs> a simple song about simple things, really. Musically, there are very few riffs, and most of those get repeated and repeated. Again, James Brown is hiding in there somewhere. The words came very easily. Everybody needs somebody, someone to love. So sang Solomon Burke. Well, this song is about that, but it's also about the deep desire for a physical relationship. Our hearts may yearn for a connection with another, but our biology is right next there, right there next to it, vying for attention. Sex mad indeed. Oh no! Oh no! I knew it. In Mushroom Studios, where we recorded the "You Kill Me" EP, they had a little table video game console. When we were waiting around while various things were getting sorted, we'd head to the little entrance hall to the studio and play the video game, keeping in the Lunsang tradition of. <sighs> sound effects on our recording. That's uh, He wrote sigh in parentheses there. Uh, we thought it would be fun to record some sounds from the video game and bring them into the mix. So that's where all those oh, odd Jesus. noises came from. Jesus Christ. All right, so this is where we're going to pause because oh, Andy oh. went on an investigative uh, rabbit hole oh, on this. that's right, First Jordan. of all, oh, first of all I think this is fucking hilarious and yep. the best sort of like, okay, you fucking idiot, sort of that we've had oh, yet about oh. how much oh, I know, you. I know I personally went, oh, I bet the sounds mean this and they represent this. It's like, <laughs> no, man, yeah. it's just a table talk fuck video game. They thought it sounded cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, here's to us. Here's to me, my pretentious fucking idiotsness. But he, Andy, went and said like, what video game was that? We kind of went back and forth. He went on Reddit and found out it's from the Intellivision Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. So now <laughs> I don't have it queued up for too. you guys. Yep, but I'm, I don't have this queued up for you guys, but I'm going to put it in in post. I'm going to put in a little of the oh. original audio that oh was taken God. from the Intellivision Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Nice. Okay. All right, listener, you just heard some good selections from that. So now oh, next song up. Small parts isolated and destroyed. Mm-hmm. We tried with the production of the Day Everything slash Small Parts Sessions to have a unique sound for each song to create a kind of mixtape effect for the listener. Succeeded. In the song Small Parts Isolated and Destroyed, we tried to have different mixes within one song. 
The song was written and arranged by Rob in the time his voice was starting to recover from the operation to remove the nodules on his vocal cords. I remember his demo with bass, guitar, and voice. Pretty much the arrangement was all there. When we started to rehearse it, John and I just filled it in a bit. So fun to play live. So many cool parts to look forward to when we were doing it. I only ended up singing the lion's share of the vocals because at that time, Rob's voice wasn't ready for a song like that. Mm -hmm. He saved what voice he had for other songs like Slade, Victory, and Real Love, and I'm glad he did. According to Scott Henderson, the longer we played Small Parts song in our live set, the more drawn out the verse and chorus became. Inspired by this, he penned a musical piece called Familiarity Familiarity Breeds Rubato. As for the opening line of the song, it uses part of a quote from Johnny Rotten as the Sex Pistols' last show in San Francisco in 1978. At the end of their set, Rotten slash Lydon said it to the crowd, Ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Ah, Good night. (laughs) Hours later, he quit the band. Oh, nice. what about me? Can I get in for free? Oh, Fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But he never actually told us what no show. small Jesus. parts means. <laughs> what are the small parts? No, well, no, that's good. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, Andy I don't doesn't need to tell us what the we song means. We don't need means, to right? behind that's, that kimono. That's, that's not, no, that's, that's, that's us anything. to get it completely wrong and no. read too much into it. No. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you have reached the end of another episode. This one is not as epic as others. We're only going to be about, I don't know, hour, not even an hour and a half, probably. So we're we're on these songs cutting a little bit. Well, you know, I didn't have a 30 minute fucking orgasm. (laughs) Come on. Um, No, that was uh, great. I've heard that a couple of times. You killed it on that. I love love these songs. These are four great fucking songs. Mm -hmm. And it's it's both exciting and and a little bit sad that we're reaching the end of round round, round, I can't talk too much whiskey. Round one. Anyway, you know the drill. No Means No is produced and edited by yours truly, Jordan Flato. Yes. Co-hosting and podcast graphics are by Matthew Kowalik. Oh, yeah. Mistel Strangest is our third and everyone's favorite co-host and official Foley artist. Shout out to our official mascot, Teddy. Hey, Teddy. Thank you to No Means No for the use of stock taking as our intro and outro music. It's raining. It's pouring. The old man is snoring and I'm falling. I'm falling. a few more of these left mm. and holy shit there's really not that much songs left on the roster so let's see i forgot about getting my paper Ooh, i know one of these very well and i cannot fucking wait to listen to it eight billion times that means that i don't no i think you'll love it too i think oh, oh yes Actually, right i, I mean yes. fucking a yes Give me right sh- 
Give me a shitball. That song I could listen to like eight billion times straight. Nice save. All right. And here's the next one. This is a good, interesting pairing. Again, another song in here I do not fucking know at all because it's a rarity. Huh? Yeah. There's an actual song with that title. Look it up on YouTube's, I think. I think I'm going to have to. Yeah, there's two two in here. Again, that an interesting pairing, how it did... Mm-hmm. I don't know. This machine kicks ass in its own the, way. Is there spaces in between? Yes, I yeah. believe so. Uh-huh. Um, all right, everybody. Well, you've reached the end of another secret bit, and uh, stay tuned, because we're in the absolute home stretch. Not oh, final God. yet, but home, home stretch. And until then, fuck off. <laughs>